there was a lot. There's a lot of standing and a lot of people. Hold on, let's let's go ahead and, and start the episode. Episode 17. We're off air talking about um, Fantasmic, so let's just continue that conversation. So you just said you weren't going to stand around that long to watch um, Fantasmic, and I did. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, not I not know. nine ten hours, but about an hour. Uh, props to you for doing it, because like I'll tell you, we stood in line for an hour to take a picture with an Ewok, and I will never do that again. My feet were killing me. My back still hurts. Like, <laughs> you can tell I'm old. <laughs> a week later, and my back is like, yeah, we're good, girl. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's talk. Well, we just saw the return of Fantasmic. And in amongst that that stuff, um, you, you watched a live stream from somebody, right? And we won't mention names because I'm not going to give any props no, any, any, to anybody else. But I watched a, several live streams, actually, because I went back and showed um, – uh, Aaron later with somebody else's live stream just to check it out. So yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Okay, so I got back from Star Wars night at uh, Disneyland, which we'll talk about here in a couple minutes, as well as celebration because I did all four days of that. And we're in the hotel room. It's about one o'clock in the morning because I, I left uh, about twelve thirty. By the time I got back to the room, I Ubered back to the room, so I'm in the room a little after one. My brother had just happened to look at reservations and say, hey, they actually have openings for tomorrow, reservations. Now, they were for California Adventure, but, you know, we weren't going to get there anytime before one. So it really didn't right. matter. Um, so we took it and was, like, surprised by that. I thought at first, oh, we just caught somebody's cancellation. But on the bus over there, there actually was still reservations for California Adventure. Like you still could have got I it. Yeah, I think what Disney has been doing um, often is they are releasing throughout the day as people leave and don't come back or as they're gauging the crowd um, and how many people are working. So I think Disney is tweaking their reservations same day because I'll tell you it's way easier to get a same day reservation than it is to try to book in advance sometimes. Um, so it was kind of weird. Uh, we got that and then I went over. We had decided because we we're staying in a hotel there and you know the eating options because celebration was going on we have them but you know right near the hotel and then run the convention center it's a little pricey it can be yeah. so we had decided let's just go eat in the park because we can we know we can mobile order we know we can get something that we like this is all a bunch of different options so we had opted for flows so we went to flows ate and then kind of moseyed on over to disneyland about seven yeah a little after seven saying let's go see what's going on what it looks like and then figure out kind of what our game plan was now am i echoing yeah no you're fine you're okay. good we had already thought 10 30 show let's do the 10 30 show because traditionally 10 30 show isn't quite as packed as the nine o'clock show, whenever it was, nine thirty, whatever it was. So, we have headed over there anyway. Met up with Diggs actually for a few, and then uh, he was like, he was texting me, "What's it like over there? It's, it's packed over here, man." It, and it, it was, it was insanely packed. But yeah. okay, what do you want to do? It looked pretty. Packed. Oh yeah, it, it is. And then that whole area in front, like you were talking about, I don't know if you mentioned it here before we were actually recording or not, but. The whole area right in front, that that lower level on that brick path, 
was all that those are the dining reservations. Now I already have a problem with paying for anything extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do it only when like this is the first after dark that I attended. We'll get to that later. Only because it was Star Wars. Right. But I really have a problem with paying for anything extra when I know I can get it at some point later without much of a hassle and it doesn't cost me anything more than the price of my pass. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with that. Plus, for the most part, I end up having to pay for anywhere from not one, not one dining package. My brother, I'm usually with my brother, so he'll pay for his own, but three kids at $60 a piece plus mine. So an extra $200 for that, it's not worth it to me. I would rather spend that $200 on a new lightsaber that I thought was cool or some other kind of cool merch um, than something that, like, quite literally I could watch in my living room and get a pretty decent experience or wait until a later show or wait a few weeks. Wait until, you know, things die down a little bit. I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean... We're not on vacation. We have passes, so I'm not going to pay $200 extra for that. Right. And the food was, I heard, you know, it's all right. It wasn't anything when you know, special Bear for $60. Hungry Bear Restaurant had better reviews for their takeaway dining stuff than the Riverbell Terrace did. I heard the food for Riverbell Terrace was mediocre at best, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, and, and I like Hungry Bear. Like actually, the week they're kind of often. Like I actually, I don't, I don't mind it. I'm not so picky when it comes to the food. Like really, a hamburger to me is a hamburger. I know people will have something to say about that, but a hamburger to me is a hamburger. It's but not for Bill Terrace. Like if I'm paying seventy bucks, it yes, I get it. It's also for the privilege to stand closer. But like the food should be a decent quality. Yeah, yeah. Get it? it's Disney, but they know how to do food. Like their sit down restaurants. They can do good food, so. Yeah, so I, I just wasn't into that. So we get over there, meet up with him. We kind of figuring out where standby area and is and all that. And I know there's videos now of like, oh, this is where standby. I didn't watch that crap. I'm in Star Wars Celebration. I wasn't paying attention to what somebody posted on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. I was literally enjoying myself with all the the Star Wars stuff that was going on. So we figured out talking to some cast members and just kind of overhearing them talking to other people that along the rails in front of like the haunted mansion and that area right there, the French market um, and on the bridge and just anywhere back, they took out that like useless um, set of steps. That was a little yeah, platform. That's what they did all of that. Like when, when the walls went up yeah. and you know, it was under construction for a while, that was the major thing they did was get rid of useless steps that that honestly, the only thing that they were good for was the little pirate band would play there. Right. <laughs> it the, well, it was kind of an, if you could get up there, it was a nice little view above everybody else because it was a little bit higher. So that actually was kind of nice. But as far as a, a flow for a walkway, terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible because there was no way out <laughs> like you were literally stuck there. So that, that was uh, that's gone. That area is viewing too. So the first show we were like, well, let's go sit down for a little bit and come closer to nine o'clock and see what this is, what this looks like. You know, once they figure out, okay, everybody's got to stand up because everybody was sitting down. Um, and then, you know, we know they're going to fill some of the viewing area with other people, which did happen. They, they did do that. 
quick question. Did you notice the people who are in the front front, the reserved section, do they make them continue to sit? Because when I saw a video of it, they were sitting and it was like everybody was sitting. Okay, so I didn't notice this time because I wasn't over there. But mm-hmm. having watched from that area before, being let in on us on like a standby, because that area is reserved. They before they, you know, who I went with with Sarah. I actually, mm-hmm. I ran into Sarah at the park one day before COVID, and we managed to watch Fantasmic from that area. And yeah, they made us sit in oh, that okay. area. They made us sit down, um, which is kind of nice, you know, to do because you can you can see because that's that's something that bugs everybody is trying to see over anybody's head. And in fact, I did film the version that I that I watched. Just because I, that's kind of what I do sometimes, um, and the guy in front of me kept moving his head back and forth, and it was it was kind of annoying. He was yeah. nice because we were talking before, but like it was annoying that he kept moving his head back and forth and you know peeking up and look. And I'm like, dudes, can you stop? <laughs> the worst was when you have those parents who like immediately put their kid on their shoulders, and you're standing behind them like. Dude, like yeah. you could have let me know ahead of time. Yeah. You were going to be 17 feet tall. So it is, yeah, it's nice that they make them sit down there. I just, that's what I thought. So, but in the standby, it's, yeah, it's standing only, right? Yeah, so it's standing only. So we, we're that's fine. We had opted, um, you know, to go sit down for a little bit and walk over there closer to nine, but then noticed Rise of the Resistance was only 45 minutes. So walked over there instead. <laughs> And I think Diggs went to the first show. Um, I asked him if he wanted to go with us. He's like, no, I'm going to walk over there and try to see what this is. Okay, that's fine. So left him, went over there. I think 45 minutes was from the time we got in line till getting off the ride was 45 minutes. Yeah. So I think we were in the pre-show room after about 20 minutes. It was only 20 minutes when we were in the pre-show room. 45 minutes for Rise of the Resistance is like a score. Oh, yeah. We didn't stop. The first time we even stopped from walking was by the waterfall. That's where we actually stopped oh, wow. for the first time in in the queue. Yeah, it, it was it goes really fast. You know what? The queue for it is actually not that bad. When you look at a time, it seems to be like that's about the time you're going to get off the ride is what the time actually says on the on the wait time. So yeah, yeah. we were in the pre-show room 20 minutes. There it's wasn't especially much. good if there's nobody who had fast passes. That's why. Like during the day, the line seems a lot longer, and I think because that's when all the fast passes are going. Oh yeah, all the lightning lanes are quick. It up, yeah, yeah. The lightning lanes, and then in the later in the day, those have all gone through. So now you're just oh look, shocking! If there's no lightning lane, the line goes as it should. Anyway, back to Rise of the Resistance <laughs> and Fantasmic. Yeah, no, it was it was good. So we got off and then decided, okay, it's after nine thirty, I think by this time. Or yeah, pretty close to nine thirty. We're like, okay, so maybe we should kind of head over there and see what it looks like, to see kind of where we could figure out. We walked through um, Frontierland, which looking back now was a mistake. I should have went back around the the other way in front of the haunted mansion. That was a mistake because it was still packed. And then we're actually wondering like, why don't we hear fireworks? We should be hearing fireworks uh, about now, and nothing. So, you know, we walked in an area actually in front what what was the reserve area because I didn't know the whole thing was reserved. And they were telling people, you have to move. This whole area is going to be cleared out in a couple minutes. And I was like, oh, this is the reservation area. Let's go find a spot over here. 
we found a spot in front of pirates and we just kind of stayed there for about an hour. My feet hurt. My feet still hurt from that and all the walking I did this weekend. Yeah, they're a little, I think they're a little swollen. I'm definitely feeling it. It's not bad, but it's a little less than it was. But um, yeah, we stood there for an hour, watched it. They actually did. And this is weird. They came on the loudspeaker across the entire park and said that the nighttime spectacular was canceled. And everybody looked at each other like, what? What? And then, but they did say due to due to high winds in the oh, altitude. So, then so yeah, we, then we knew it was the fireworks, but they didn't say fireworks. They just said nighttime spectacular. All these people waiting for Fantastic, and we're all this. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh no, I said the winds. That's got to be the fireworks." <laughs> Everybody was like, "All right, hold on there," you know. And I, they people immediately went on social media because. I was kind of scrolling the next day and there was a lot of talk about how that second show had been canceled, but they just heard the announcements and like, I wonder if some people left because they thought Fantasmic was canceled or they misinterpreted it. I didn't look like anybody left to me, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but there was a, there were people who are on social media like, Oh, they canceled the second show of Fantasmic. Um, and then later it was like, Oh no, it was back on. But what they canceled, cause like I watched a vlogger, the next night, I think, they're doing the projections in in the Phantasmic viewing area again for the fireworks. I so, never saw those. They, I, I, they, I never saw those. Sunday or Monday night? Now, I that, that was a thing. That was a, a, a thing pre-COVID, but that didn't happen that night. I, I, there was no projections that night. Now, what's funny, interestingly enough, Mm-hmm. When we were, I told you we were walking through Frontierland, I saw light coming from Main Street. So I think they had tried to start the fireworks. Mm. And it was sometimes when they aren't able, it's because it's Disneyland Forever fireworks right now. Sometimes when they don't do the fireworks, they do just the projections on, they do the digital mapping on the castle and on the buildings on Main Street. So I wondered if what I saw was that, the light Maybe. from that. It's possible, but then they canceled the whole thing. It was really weird. I don't know if they showed that as a like a, this is like a, a consolation prize. Like, hey, how that was. sorry you chose poorly, and now you can't get back over to Fantasmic. Sucks to be you. Go try a ride. Well, no, what sucks <laughs> is that, that the fireworks are at 930. Right. Fantasmic's at 1030. So all the people that had decided, oh, I'm going to watch the fireworks, can now make their way over to go see Fantasmic. Unless they're going to wait around for the electrical parade. So even the timing, I don't know if you've even thought about this, but the timing is really weird. You have Electrical Parade at 830, Mm -hmm. Fantasmic at 9, Fireworks at 930, a second showing of Fantasmic at 1030, and the Electrical Parade at 1045. I think what they're trying to do is split crowds between those two areas. And if you now, because it looks to me, um, and we'll see this weekend um, for Fantasmic, I guess, but... Uh, it was either Sunday or Monday night. I was watching another live stream of Phantasmic because I like the show. It's a good yeah. show. Um, and the person who was streaming had like an excellent seat. So I was like, oh, this is great. And then they they moved and the they're like, oh, they're going to do the projections tonight. And so the fireworks started and the projections started in the Phantasmic viewing area. And they were commenting about how much this used to be their favorite place to watch the fireworks, and now that it's back and whatever. So I wonder if Disney is trying to, like, just break up that crowd a little bit. Because it's obvious there are more people there 
now than there were even several months ago. It's obvious that Disney is increasing their capacity and they're probably, I'm guessing, doing this for crowd control. Because then you can decide, am I going to see the early or the late Fantasmic? Am I going to see the early, if I'm seeing the late Fantasmic, I could see the early electrical parade. So you can kind of split your time between. And, and you have to make choices because Fantasmic clocked in at 25 minutes. Oh yeah, it is but, a long show. Yeah, it's long. It's long. And even the the Disneyland Forever fireworks, they're much longer than the Star the Star Wars Nights fireworks were seven minutes long. Yeah, they were short. <laughs> yeah, super short. They were great, but they were super short. But um. The Disneyland Forever fireworks, they're pretty long. I, uh, 10 to 12 usually? Yeah. Fall in that area? That's a long time for some fireworks. Um, but yeah, you're going to have to make some decisions. So, But I think Disney is doing it for crowd control. That's 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 just the only thing. No, it makes sense because Fantasmic finished and we I, I needed to sit down. My feet were killing me. So oh. I needed to sit down. So I found one of those planters back by that area I told you about where the steps used to be. Mm-hmm. I sat down there for a few minutes. Literally, my feet were kind of numb So from standing there. So I sat down for a few minutes, and as I kind of came back around, was like, okay. We kind of wanted to ride Star Tours, but then thought, like, I really don't want to cross Main Street because everybody's going to be, like, leaving right now, too. So it's, you know, plus it had been a long weekend yeah. already, and we had one more day. So we're like, let's let's go back to the hotel. That's that's fine. Um when we walked back up to Main Street, we actually caught the end of the parade because it was just going by. And that parade starts, the later one starts on Main Street and makes its way back over to Small World. Right. So we caught the, the very end of it. So you de- you have to make choices as to what you're going to yeah. do, which is fine. Um, but I was like, oh, man, we ran in all this, these crowds again. And then everybody's trying to leave, you know, and they finally were like, oh, open that back gate. They opened the back gate behind the shops over there by where the Jungle Cruise stores the boats. So we walked down there, popped into the Emporium real quick, didn't see anything we were interested in, and then took off and got back to the hotel pretty easy. Um, yeah, so that was our fantastic experience. The experience, now the show itself, um, there's a few differences in it. There's a few differences in it. One is, I don't know if you caught this or not, watching it on the live stream, but you can actually hear Mickey. It seems like Mickey actually says more things or is just reacting to stuff. He did seem more actively involved. Oh, and you asked me about the dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't go back and watch the one from opening night, but I saw the next night or whatever it was, Sunday or Monday, I can't remember. Anyway, the dragon, no fire from the dragon's mouth, just fire in the lake. Okay. So okay. I think the, I think the same issue with poor Maleficent and her fire breathing is the same. It's... It is what yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. I it's noticed um, Mickey talking more engaging, even if it was, huh, oh boy, oh, whatever it was. There was more, and I was like, I don't remember that from before. He's got lines, definitely, but like the reaction type stuff. So that yeah. was new. The sound seemed um, pretty crisp. There seems to be more mapping on the on the shacks that are up there. That There seems to be more mapping there. Um, the dragon, like I said, I, and then it, we, you just referenced it, but what I actually talked to you about was... The fact that I didn't notice any fire coming out of the dragon's mouth. Now, I, I on the screens prior to the dragon coming up, you see, you know, the old hag or the witch or whatever it is, go up 
on the riser, you see that, and then it gets kind of dark as they bring her down and right. switch it out to the dragon. Um, so the screens go, and the screen is a montage of villains, including Chernabog. There's a deep cut. Um, including Chernabog there, but this one also showed the dragon in it. Normally when they did that, when they showed the dragon on the screen, the dragon wasn't working. So you got the projection of it, and then that started the fire in the thing. But I had noticed, because I know what to look for, I noticed the dragon was there. It just wasn't lit up. So that was a little different to me. I didn't notice why they, they did that, that. Yeah, I think that they're still working out the kinks because it was obvious the next night that I watched it, it was obvious the dragon was there. It was lit up, but there was no like fire or spark from the dragon's mouth. It was just the dragon was there. Their eye, The eyes were lit up. But I remember the dragon, when it was working properly, did spit fire. Oh, clearly. Spit fire out of its mouth and then the yes, fire in the, in the water. Did not, but it looks like they're trying. Um, maybe they can finally get that working. Um, I always appreciated Fantasmic because it felt like a full Broadway like play mm-hmm. um, at Disney on water, which was great. Um, and I really like that. Interesting because there was talk that they were going to get rid of the whole Pirates of the Caribbean jack sparrow or whatever segment and bring back peter pan it was wildly popular it was wildly popular (laughs) the the screams for the pirate ship oh my gosh it was was insane wildly popular and then johnny depp because of what's going on right now is insanely popular well and that's just it when i heard people were like oh because of all the controversy i was like what controversy homie's vindicating himself right now and he's yeah no he's even popular in world of color yeah, he's like super popular right now. Um, Disney kind of Disney needed to wait a little bit on that. Um, I know there's like a whole thing. So Disney, I think they acted way too quickly on like one of their top people ever because, you know, people like that character. Even if they don't like Johnny Depp, even yeah. if they're like Johnny Depp is a horrible human and I hate him, the character he played is beloved. So Disney, when I heard people were like, they're going to bring back Peter Pan. I'm like, why? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to bring back Peter Pan. I get you that there's a little resurgence of people liking Peter Pan. And, you know, the, the if you have not seen Chip and Dale's The New Rescue Rangers, it's chef's kiss with yeah. the Pan reference. But there, there, didn't, there wasn't any reason for them not to keep it as the pirate ship. And that was... Again, one of the best segments I saw. It was great. The stunt performers were amazing. It was, you know, it was really good. It was, you could tell that they've been, it was almost like they never had a hiatus from what I saw. Yeah, it, it was done really well. It was really popular. So as I'm listening to you as you talk, but on um, my YouTube page, which is Dan's Disney Adventures, you can go and follow and watch some stuff. I'm watching the dragon sequence that, because uh, I put up the dragon sequence from Fantasmic. Yeah. Uh, during COVID, because I had it on my phone from before COVID. Um, yeah, it clearly. So I guess it does show projections of the of the dragon on the water as it's getting set, and then when he's lit up fully, you see fire come out of his mouth um, and light the water on fire. And just above that, I have the alternate uh, take, which actually did pretty well on TikTok. Um, <laughs> yeah, the alternate take of that, and it's just. It's projections. It does include Maleficent. And in this one, you watch a projection of the dragon 
doing fire out of its mouth and then the water catches on fire so it's it's timed really well uh, the show was good i think there's still a few little kinks that they have to work out it was nothing it was nothing major but um it's back everybody was super excited it, like you said the freaking pirate ship no one did understand why it was back because it doesn't fit it's kind of a little bit different but it's insanely popular and like i said even it is in world and color because it doesn't fit in world of color either but <laughs> there it is as soon as they show the skull and crossbones you know the logo from Pirates of the Caribbean. People get crazy. Yeah, it is a beloved ride. I mean, I love it too. Um, it's such a good ride. But, I mean, yeah, I can't wait to ride it again. I have reservations on July third, um, and they are supposed to open the first. Pirates back on the first. Yeah. So uh, I'm probably gonna make my way over there and and try to rope drop that because I we rope drop. Um, I'm not really a night. I learned from Star Wars night. We are not night people. So let's go. Let's go into Star Wars night before I, I talk celebration because I can talk for days about celebration. Oh, I can't wait to hear about your celebration. But so. uh, oh yeah, but I, I want to hear your Star Wars night stuff because you you were there and I was there, but we didn't actually get a chance to meet up. We were texting we each other back and forth, but we we didn't actually get a chance to meet up. But um, so we got there early uh because um we were it worked out that we were going to be, we made reservations ahead of time just so we can get in there early if we wanted to worked out that we were able to get into Disney at like, I think we rolled in around two thirty, three o'clock and, um, kind of walked around, checked out some merch. It was really busy. Um, seemed really busy that day. And, uh, we went in to, um, we, we were able to go in and like get our wristbands and stuff at three thirty. And there was a small queue of like 20 people and I walked over and I was like, are you queuing for Star Wars Knights wristband? And they were like, yes. So we just got in line. Why, why already? Because they they were allowing us in at 3.30 okay. um, to get the wristbands and it was 3.20. So we figured eh, we may as well get our wristbands. Okay. Well, that's fair. Wristbands. It's not like you need to be in line at noon no. to get your – yeah. No, no, no. We just figured we ha- we happened to stumble upon it at the right time. There was like 20 people in line ahead of us. So we figured, you know what, we'll just stand in line and get this out of the way. That way we don't have to do it later. And um, the cosplay on some of the people who were there was like next level. Like I think they came from the Star Wars celebration thing you were at and just rolled up in these okay, can, amazing cosplay. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. So how was that allowed? Because you, you were allowed to cosplay during the actual event, yes. but during the event, not hours before. I, you know what, I'm going to be just speculation on my part. I just think that Disney knew what was happening and that people were coming in early and that they just didn't want to fight that fight. And maybe they just reminded people like, don't pretend to be a character. Cause like, that's their number one right. thing is that people yeah. try to take pictures with them. So maybe that's what Disney did. I, I, I have no idea. It's just speculation. And I only say this because I wasn't there that early. Um, I was there after the time you could actually right. get into the, to the park. Um, but I noticed on Saturday when I was in galaxy's edge, um, I stopped over in the marketplace to go use the restroom and we came out and we walked to the marketplace real quick on the way over to, back to Frontierland in the Fantasmic area, and I noticed a guy in an X-Wing outfit. He didn't have the helmet on. He just had the orange jumpsuit and, like, that flight vest. And I was like, wait a minute, what the heck is going on here? Like, last night I would have understood that. 
today it's kind of obvious you just came from celebration at the convention center and came to the park. And I wonder if that's why they relax the rules. Because, you know, Disney's, you know, they're pretty strict about a lot of the rules. So I'm wondering if they just relax them for the weekend because uh, it wasn't a fight they wanted to fight. I mean, you know, as a teacher, I get that. Um, sometimes yeah. you don't want to fight that fight. But not like, a hill to die on. That's a guy who, like, legitimately was Porkins. Like, I'm all, that's Porkins. And my husband's like, that is, that is, he was perfect. Like, he yeah. was Porkins. So, yeah, the cosplay was on point. I've I've never seen cosplay that good. But um, we rolled in and uh, they walked us through the line, you know, pretty quick. We got our wristbands and everything, got our little press credentials, and then right when we which was useless, out, but okay. <laughs> you know what? It made for a good. It made for a cute picture, and we put it on our bulletin board. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm probably gonna take it to work and pin it behind my desk or something. It was. I'll replace my Marilyn Manson one with Star Wars. <laughs> Probably more school appropriate. Anyway, so um, right when you dumped out, uh, they dumped you out into the Boba Fett photo op. And we figured, you know, we've got photo pass with these wildly expensive Star Wars nights. Because I'm like you. I don't pay extra for stuff. The only reason we went to this After Dark event is because it was Star Wars and my husband... I like Star Wars, but he takes it to a whole new level. So he, like, this was something that was the only thing he was interested in. We've never, I've never been to Oogie Boogie Bash, none of it. So I'm like you, I don't pay extra. Um, so we were like, well, we're paying for this. Let's take all the pictures. So we got some really, you know, fun photo op there. And then per the huge, uh, my husband needs to go to Oga's every time we go to Disneyland. And I'm like, we're never going to get reservations. So we go over. I managed to find a seat. We're sharing a Ronto wrap. I pop up my phone, and I got reservations within 30 minutes. Reservations or the walk-in? Walk-in reservations, yeah. but the standby line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, dang, I wish I could have found sit-down. But, like, we, um, I prefer if you're going to stand, they have the tables or the bar. Yeah. The bar is the way to go. Oh, yeah, I love the bar. The bar is better than the table. The bar, yeah, a hundred times. So we went in. That was fun because it was Star Wars night. And then it was – I love the way people in Ogas try to stay in character. Like, I do love that about them. Oh, the, the were, staff? Yeah, the yeah. staff. Like, the bartenders mm -hmm. and stuff were there and trying to, like, stay in their little character. There's a guy who works there. I want to say his name's Timothy. He's literally the best character bartender that I have ever ever encountered and i've been to ogas a lot he's amazing like i wrote to disney about him and said how wonderful he was he has a whole backstory for his life like he will come up and talk to you and if you like interact with him he will spend so much time with you um he was amazing so i think they're encouraged to do that aren't they yeah to no it's backstories to the i'll tell you no one's ever taking it to the level this guy did like yeah. he's into his job i love that when somebody likes what they do i did that. the next anyway. maynard <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um so anyway they were asking like what's the star wars night and the guy who worked there was like trying to play it off in a way to answer the question and like also not break character at the same time so right. that was interesting but anyway we walked around um and then we uh we rested a little more than we like we were resting before the night really started needed yeah because yeah. 
Aaron worked at 5.30 in the morning on Friday. So we had been up since like 3.34 in the morning um, and he didn't get a chance to stop. I tried to, I was like, maybe you should take a nap. He's like, who can sleep? And so off we went. So um, I was trying to get him to like, let's chill in the shade for a little bit. Um, but we did go on a few rides before it happened. And then once the event started, um, it was good. Like I will say the photo ops were great. Uh, the, the, um, there were different places for the photo ops. Those were really good. Some had longer lines than others. Like we did not wait for Jawas or sand people because the line was super long. Um, but the only ones I wanted to wait for were the Ewoks because I, I love the Ewoks. <laughs> it's actually my favorite movie because I, I remember watching it, not in the theater, but quickly thereafter because yeah. I was born in 78. So by the time Ewoks are on the scene, I'm a little girl. They're cute and cuddly. I mean, it's a match made in heaven. Mm -hmm. um, and so I said, that's all I care about. I want to see these damn Ewoks. So after we saw John Favavava, Favreau, yeah. yeah, Mandalorian walk by, um, who he did not have enough security. Just on a side note, really, he he walked past us. And it was obviously, okay, I don't know the guy. It was obvious to Aaron who that was. So Aaron's like, that's John whatever. And I go, who is this? Who is this guy? Um, but as he's walking by, I'm watching the interaction. So like I worked at Knott's. We had to deal with famous people. We were taught how to deal with famous people because that's just part of the training. So when I see somebody famous, I kind of just go back to how we acted with them. Now we were allowed to say, Hey, I love your work. Or we were allowed to like comment on that, but you don't get in somebody's face. There was one Disney plaid and that's it. And the Disney plaid had gotten, I'm going to go at least six or seven paces ahead of that guy, John, whatever. And there were, there was a crowd forming around him, almost like encasing him. And this guy had his phone with the light on, trying to get next to him like a selfie, trying to take a picture as they were walking. And it was obvious he didn't ask. Obvious, no, he, the guy didn't, John didn't want to stop. And it was like, I looked, I was like, where the hell is this guy's security? Aaron's like, that's uncomfortable. Like watching it happen, I'm like, I don't ever want to be that level of famous. I don't know why. And I and then later he kept popping up in the middle of crowds. So I think he genuinely liked to be out there. But the interaction we saw was uncomfortable. He was it, there it, for a length of time because I've seen numerous photos mm -hmm. of him from them watching Fantasmic. And yes. to be honest, a lot of people that were at Celebration. So you mentioned John Favreau. Yes. But also Pedro Pascal, who is the Mandalorian, was seen there. Ewan McGregor was seen there. Hayden Christensen was seen there. Um, Tamora Morrison, who's uh, Boba Fett, uh, was seen there. Uh, so many of them were actually seen there. And, you know, that's great. I mean, first off, they work for the company. I hope they get those perks. I was just, I guess where I was, like, amazed is that this he just didn't seem to have enough security with him. Yeah. Because some of these fans, there's a reason why the term fanatic fan is from fanatic. They were it, they were uncomfortably in this guy's space. Um 
Uh, now, if it was Ewan McGregor, maybe I would have gotten that uncomfortably close because I love that guy. But um, I'm kidding. But it was just real. It was a weird interaction. So anyway, uh, after we saw that little thing, um, which was cool. I mean, my husband was texting all of his friends. Guess who just walked by me? Because he has friends in other states. So, you know, he was like, look where I'm at. This guy just walked past me. I was like, I'm glad you got your fun for the night. We went over to stand in line for the Ewoks. Bruh. Hmm. oh my gosh so we got there way early the Ewoks didn't show up till 9 we got there before 8 like right at 8 o'clock ish right the line was already long ish um, so the Ewoks are by Splash Mountain and the line yeah I saw I saw that line was still long when I was there about Okay, it was essentially line to Splash Mountain. Yeah. Okay? Like it's most, it's before you, it was the line to Splash Mountain, if anyone's familiar with it, about 10 feet before the entrance to go into the line inside Splash Mountain. So and can I say the Splash Mountain way, it was only 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the line for the Ewok, we are right about parallel with like the churro cart right there. And then we look and the line, we're like, oh, it can't be that long. Right. Once like where we were, hmm. then everyone who came after us, by the time we left, the line to meet Ewoks got to be an hour wait. Had to have been an hour it wait. It went out. It was it definitely in front of Splash Mountain. Yes. It, and it I think there was a couple of, I think they used part of the queue for Splash Mountain uh, right there next to um, whatever the shop is. I can't remember the name of that shop right there. The little, used to be the hat store. Yeah. Um, yeah. They wrapped a couple of queues right there. And then it, it went out in front of Splash Mountain. That's what I thought it, it was too. I was like, "Wow, land for Splash Mountain!" And I was like, "Oh no, oh no, I know what it was." Because I was looking for that speeder bike photo op. Oh, and that speeder bike photo—it was like a two-second wait. Yeah, I think I waited like. Too, by the way. I think I waited five minutes, and I actually yeah. only waited five minutes because I had my brother had gone to the bathroom, and I was waiting for him. <laughs> I let people pass yeah. me so I could wait for him. And the speeder yeah. bike was a great photo op, but the Ewoks, okay. The they now that they're shifting the Batu storyline, can we have Ewoks in Batu, please? Please let that happen. Anyway, first off, the the people, the friends of the Ewoks, as they say, <laughs> the people who played the Ewoks were awesome. Awesome. It was an awesome character interaction. You could not touch the Ewok as you <laughs> I'm laughing because there were instructions. So once we waited in line, I'm dying. My husband's like, we saw the fireworks from the line because I was like, I'm not leaving. So that's how long the line was. It took through the fireworks. We were there for a long time. I think all in all, we probably waited like an hour and 20 minutes to see some Ewoks. Yeah. Get... So I had, I had messaged you yeah. before because we were both in the park before I ate dinner um, about 730, just before 730. And by the time I had texted you, you were like, oh, we're going to go get in line for the Ewoks thing. Okay. And I was like, I thought they had started early because I saw the Boba Fett op. Those I were open early, too, but those no. were open early, but no, no. nine o'clock. Cause I'd asked you, oh, are you going to go see the fireworks? And you had said, well, if we're done with the Ewok thing. And I was like, oh, you're still there. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So as you walk up there, okay. There were these Ewoks who a little bit shorter than me. So bigger, you know, they're, good they're size. tall. They're tall for Ewoks. They were, they were good size Ewoks. Yeah. But... As you walk up, they have a Disney employee who <laughs> openly admitted he had never worked in this section, does not understand Star Wars, 
this was not where he needed to be. He was kind of funny about it, but he would give you instructions. And it was like, don't touch the Ewoks because they're, their hoods are magical and we don't want to break the magic or I don't know, whatever story they gave. And we were like, okay, so you can't touch the Ewok. You can't, or you can't hug the Ewok. You can't touch the Ewok. You could high five the Ewok or fist bump the Ewok. And that was what you could do. And I was like, damn, I really wanted to hug one of these little, uh, little dudes on it, but okay, fine. Then you walk up again and there's another attendant who reminds you yet again, do not, Touch the Ewok. <laughs> you think safety COVID protocol or you No, just I think it's just costume. because they knew that first off the costumes were fragile. really good, but I think fragile because uh-huh. we've never seen them before. But I also think the look, I love these little Ewoks, they're adorable, but again, there were rabid fans there. I think they were afraid people would like manhandle the Ewoks, um, to be honest. Then there was another character attendant. Um, I called her Nurse Ratchet. She was wearing a lab coat. She was like, had a flashlight in your face if you even looked at the Ewok the wrong way. And she was like handling the Ewoks. And then there was the photographer. So we put our stuff down. We walked over. The Ewoks were amazing. They danced with you. They like mirrored your images. They were like great. I have like multiple pictures. I think they took like six pictures. If you had two people, they took more pictures. They're doing different poses in the pictures. Like it was a great character interaction. Would I have waited an hour and 20 minutes again? No, I don't think I would have, but I'm glad I did it once. Uh, Cause I really like those characters, but um, we did not wait for other characters. The lines um, for like an actual human character meet and greet. Those lines were much longer than just the photo ops. So we made the executive decision to try to do more of the photo op stuff um, and less standing because by about, we wanted, my husband's like, I want to see the March of the Order in Tomorrowland. So I drag him all the way across there. This poor man was asleep standing up. (laughs) He was literally, like his eyes were closed and he was heavy snoring almost standing against a wall next to the Star Trader. And so I was like, hey, here comes the First Order March. And um, he kind of opened his eyes. I took some video of it. He kind of opened his eyes and took a drink of water, but he was asleep standing up. So I was like, you know what? We're calling it. I'm tapping out. We're going home. And he's like, but I'm having so much fun. And I'm like, I'm glad. And then 11-ish? Was it about 11? 11.30. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like 11.30. And so then as we're walking, he's like, no, you're right. He's like, I am i can't. He's like, we and we did the photo ops he really cared about. He's not really big on rides because, as he put it, we can ride rides whenever we want. Um, And so the ride thing wasn't as big of a deal to him. So I saw my Ewoks. He got a lot of the photo ops he was interested in. He saw, I think, he saw the March of the First Order. Um, And uh, and so we called it. We got on the tram. um, And he slept on the tram. And then I woke him up to get him to the car. And then the minute he sat in the passenger seat, he was out again. (laughs) So um, (laughs) glad I called it when I did. But um, I think all in all, it was great. Um, Oh, the one other thing we did before I hand it over to you, he wanted the tip yip chicken legs that were a star Wars night exclusive at the Ronto wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were good. 
it was a delicious sauce, whatever they were in. It, they were really good. They were drumstick size. So it was a, it, you got two drumsticks for $13.99. We ate $13.99 chicken legs. <laughs> and I said, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, well, I really wanted to try them because I heard they were good. Good, yes. $13.99 good? No, absolutely not. That was, holy cow. I've n- I rarely feel super ripped off by Disney. It felt super ripped off on those. Um, it was it was just, it was insane. And we didn't eat a lot of the food um, there because a lot of it was just. It's nothing. It was, it was, it was didn't appeal to me. Yeah. And we can't really eat a lot of sugar. And I don't know why, but Disney, their special event nights seem to be super sugar. They're dessert based. Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, to the point where I'm like, mm, uh, I can't do that. Um, so we didn't really eat any of like the specialty stuff except those damn tip-yip legs, which were good, but not $14 good. So... Um, so that was it. It was all in all, it was a great night. Um, I, from what I've heard, it was infinitely better than Villains Night, and uh, even better than Sweethearts, which was supposed to be the better of, you know, those other two. But if they did a Star Wars night again, would I go? Yes. Yeah. Would do things differently. Um, but it was great, and I would do another Star Wars night because we did, we did different interactions. So. I want to hear about what how your night went. Yeah, mine mine was was different. I didn't get into park until um, a little after six thirty. The time I got there, and then the first thing I did was eight because we were starving. <laughs> we were starving from having been at the convention all day. Yeah. So I didn't get anything special. It really was like, what's the closest thing that we can eat that is time wise works well. So it was gal- it happened to be Galactic Grill. Yeah. And I had that um, whatever Hawaiian kind of burger they had, yeah, uh, which was which was pretty good. Again, I'm not crazy, but it's a hamburger. Yeah, it's a hamburger. No, it had pineapple and teriyaki sauce. I like both. Red onions. Let's go. It was good. I didn't have a problem with it. Got that. Calm down. A little, little hangry at the time. Uh, <laughs> they were doing the Boba Fett photo op um, over by the launch bay, which is where you checked in. And the line, I'd gone to the restroom, and I noticed the line wasn't really all that long. And I didn't know that it was actually two photo ops. So they, they took one in front of the building, which is black, and they superimposed some characters in there in your picture, and then they took the photo on the Boba Fett throne. So we did that. Um, I think I was already texting you by that point. When yeah. We had met up with Diggs again, and Jose, another, um, another guy that um, we know who had gone with him, Hang, hung over there for a little bit while we figured out what was going on. There was already a line for Darth Maul and Darth Vader uh, at the terrace. Yeah. So I didn't even bother. I never did see them because yeah, I, I figured out talking to you that they didn't even start until nine. But then I had asked you where the photo was for Jabba. And it turned out it was in that the Starcade behind Star yes. Trader. Yeah. And that actually there were three photo ops in one in there and all three of so, them. So no, I was going to ask you about that. Oh. There was not. So I went over to the Mandalorian one, which is outside of yes. the theater, and had that. And it was just a photo op with the stuff in the background. Then I went into Starcade. You had sent me a picture with a Gamorrean guard. Yes. That was not gone. taken. Uh, that wasn't taken. Well, so. it wasn't. The Gamorrean guard we took on our own phone. It wasn't like 
it wasn't like a photo pass so photo. was the Gamorrean guard just somebody there no there were disney people who were taking our pictures for us but there was was there a character there yeah there was a Gamorrean guard there because that was not there when we were there weird i wonder what well and that Gamorrean guard he looked like the same Gamorrean guard that we saw over at the convention center in somebody's vlog. So I don't know, but it was it wasn't like a dude who just like started taking pictures cuz all of Disney's people were there. So it had to have been Disney sanctioned. But that's really weird. Yeah, that Gamorrean guard was there. He was interacting with people. Nope. It just wasn't it wasn't like a photo pass photo. We just gave like the worker our phone. Right. Yeah. Work- our picture that's when I, I had been meaning to ask you too because you sent me that photo and i thought it was cool so i went over there and realized that's the backdrop that gina sent me that picture with a gamorian guard but there's no one here weird so they took our, uh, actually i think my, he kind of sent it to me now i think about it my brother took the pictures wouldn't even let the cm do it he, he took them real quick um and then we got back in line and it was the photo with jabba and then the sarlacc yeah. pit which which was cool um so we did that and then by about that time it was really close to fireworks time Mm-hmm. So by the time we were done with that. So I went on Main Street. And we tried to find a spot. Of course, everything's kind of packed. I ended up over near that popcorn cart, which oh, wasn't yeah. the best viewing for the actual castle itself. But we could see the fireworks and the whole ambiance of it all. So the you know the music played. We saw the fireworks. And they were different sets of fireworks. There were a lot of um, there were a lot of planets and stuff like that where it had the ring and stuff like that. So yeah. it went with it. It was kind of cool. It was short, like you were saying. After that, we went to go get our. Um, our pass holder, or magic, excuse me, magic key holder. And I'm button. bummed that I never made it back over there because I really wanted that. It's just, it just didn't work out for us, but I'm glad that you were able to get it. Yeah, so we did that and then noticed that they were doing like a, the light speed thing on the Matterhorn. They had projected light speed stuff on the So the whole time it looked like it was just like an asteroid field. And then at certain intervals, it would speed up and you'd see the light speed thing and then it would stop. And go back to just the stars kind of thing. So that that was pretty cool. They did that um, over on um, Small World too. Yeah, I caught that. Um, I caught actually a fantastic picture, which I put on my IG Dan's Disney Adventures, uh, of the lightspeed going on the castle. I just happened to catch it. I like just happened to catch it. It's a beautiful looking photo. I thought it was so freaking cool. So we did that, and then we ended up going to – my brother wanted to try the dark stuff from Red Rose Tavern, so we did. Uh, it was pretty good. good. And then we were we knew we were going to try to go do the lightsaber meetup because we had both taken our lightsabers. Now, the entire time we were at the convention center, I didn't take my lightsaber to the convention center at all because I knew there was going to be a meetup at Star Wars night, and I wanted to do that, which turned out to be actually super cool. I saw a lot of the pictures. Had we brought our uh, lightsaber, we would have prioritized that, but we didn't bring it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we didn't prioritize it. But I, every single video, picture, everything I've seen of it is just, it was amazing. Now, I got a cool video of it being in it. Um, that, that was actually pretty cool. Uh, there were so many people. Oh, what, what they yeah. did was as soon as it was over, a lot of people start leaving, and I'm like, I don't really want to walk back through this crowd of people because I just don't, you know, you're bumping your way. I'm like, let's yeah. just wait a minute, let everybody kind of go by. I just started making my way closer to the Falcon because everybody's going this one way. I'm mm-hmm. going the other way. It just made it easier for me to get that way. So then we ran into some cast members who said, oh, um, here's the code for the pictures that were just taken. 
I'm like what? I'm like, oh yeah, we just we're here. We here for the saber meetup? Yeah. Then here's the code. You can scan this. We'll give you the pictures we just took. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So we there's like 20 pictures they sent us, including because what happened? They had Chewie and Ray were on top over there by docking bay seven, mm-hmm. and it was Ray that actually said something like, "Are you with us? With the you know with the resistance?" Then you know. Everybody had turned off their lightsabers, and they were supposed to be activated all at once, which people kind of blew because they turned it off. They turned it on as soon as she said, raise it, instead of wait for her to activate it. But it still looks cool. It's a cool-looking video. <laughs> as you see all everybody light up at once. Yeah, they just weren't listening. There's, yeah. always, there's always a small segment. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It looked cool. They sent a bunch of pictures. most people followed directions because everything I saw, it looked, it looked way cooler you know, it looked really good. It looked cool. No, it was definitely a fun experience and something to do. Um, I did things a little bit differently. I opted not to get any character photos, but I opted to do all but one of the step-in photo ops. And mm-hmm. the one I didn't do was because it was only like the 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 side of an X-Wing. Yeah, we didn't do that one either. That's the only one I didn't do. Lame. It looks super lame. Yeah. Um, the one that was the really, like the really cool one, the garbage compactor one. Yeah. That one was super cool, and the one that was the um, the Wampa. you're trying to reach, mm-hmm. yes, the Wampa, where you're trying to reach the lightsaber. I let my husband do that. We took photos together, but for that one, I was like, "You got this." And so he, <laughs> I thought it would look really stupid to have two people in that picture, and yeah. I didn't really care about it nearly as much. And so the photo we got of him was really good. They did a great job on those. Yeah. So I I managed to do all of those just because I didn't do the character ones because I've heard the character ones. Like you said, were really long. And to be honest with you, having I walked by places and saw the characters. To be one hundred percent honest, they look good. They uh, that's not. I would never deny they didn't look good. You could catch just as good at the convention center. Oh, of somebody of somebody just walking by, and if you really wanted, it could say, "Can I take a picture with you?" And they were totally accommodating, like completely. That's why I didn't do it. Because I was like, if I really wanted any of these photos, I totally could get it at the convention center. It's just somebody walking by. Well, and and the ones with the people, like the the ones on Main Street, they were characters of a series that I've never seen before, clone or something. I don't know. They're, but there were two people there. I was like, who are these people? I don't know who these people are. Um, the Jawas were cute. Mm-hmm. Sam people were good. But I was like, eh, I don't. Really. I saw Ahsoka Tano, and she looked good. But yeah. I had seen a bunch of Ahsoka Tanos at the convention center who looked just as good. Yes, and we walked past her, and my husband was like, oh, she wasn't out for the third and the fourth. Third, she just waved from a balcony, and the fourth, she didn't even go. He's like, it's cool that they that she's an actual meet-and-greet character. And I said, well, do you want to wait for her? And he took one look at the line. He's like, nah. <laughs> he's like, I'm good. So, um, and we had seen not necessarily her, but her um, – race i guess not even her race the one the characters with the things on their yeah. head like from java's uh, tagrudas i think they're called yes. i think we saw people cosplaying them at star wars night and i was like dang i'd like to take a picture with them yeah uh like they were doing i mean stage quality work so you're absolutely right um just even the few cosplayers that i saw some of them go all out to the point where their costumes were as good, if not better, in some situations. Um, so you didn't miss, yeah, you didn't miss anything by by missing the characters. So we went around and caught all the photo ops, 
and then new I we got to catch a couple more that we missed on the other side of the park. Um, so headed over there, and then we ended up actually we were heading back towards the trash compactor one, mm-hmm. and the wampa one, which I didn't know were right next to each other, because one yeah. was tucked back kind of far. Um, but we had passed the castle, and I noticed the um, the castle had the stars on it, and was doing the the light speed thing. So I told my brother, hey, you know what, I want to get a picture of that, and possibly a video if I can catch it changing. And he said, okay. So we walked over there, and there was not many people in front of the castle at all. So I'm taking a couple pictures, a little bit of video, and then some cast member walks up to us and says, are you guys – oh, because we had known at some point they were doing a parade of costumes or something. Yes. Yeah, okay. So we're taking pictures in front of the castle, and a cast member walks up to us and said, oh, do you guys want to be in the picture? And we were just like, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So she's okay, I'm going to have you move off to the side here, and we'll put you in when everybody parades in. And we're like, oh, well, this is what we were looking at. This is the parade that we were looking at. So sure enough, here come Mickey and Minnie on the fire truck yep. being, you know, leading the procession of just a bunch of people dressed up and just plenty with just lightsabers and stuff. And we have our lightsabers, obviously. So we got them out and ended up in the back of the photo. And then – Cast members did the same thing. If, if you because we had noticed a big ladder, right? Like, and, a, and a photographer standing on a ladder. I'm like, well, they're gonna take a photo of something. And I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, we're gonna be in the photo. So sure enough, they had the little code again, gave us all those pictures, and you can actually see like you know the top of my face and That's my brother okay. because well, I did it on purpose. Like I knew like okay, this guy is holding this lightsaber this way. Everybody's holding them straight up. This guy right. hasn't at an angle. I'm like, if I can find this dude in the photo. I can actually zoom in and see, like, do I see myself? And sure enough, you can see, like, my nose up to my top of my forehead. But it's cool knowing I was in that picture and Mickey and yeah. Minnie are in it. So, yeah, we ended up in the photo accidentally. So then we just finished the rest of the photo ops and about 1230 um, decided, dude, it's probably time to go. Like, we've been up all day, too, walked around all day, have to get up tomorrow. Um, tomorrow we actually have the the Mando Plus panel. Um so we've got that, and then we have a busy day. We have a very busy day on Friday. We have a very busy day on Saturday. So we decided to leave all of Main Street. By then, had the stars on it too, and the yeah. DJ Wendy. If, if you listen, and you know who DJ Wendy is, she's a throwback from the uh, the days at Tomorrowland Terrace and for the uh, Mad Tea Party. DJ mm-hmm. Wendy. So they had her playing stuff, and everybody was in a good mood. Um, everybody was tired. Tons of people picking up an Uber. Like, I just grabbed an Uber home. I, looking back now, I don't know why I just didn't drive across the street. Leave my hotel, drive across the street, and just get on the bus. No, I, we walked over from our hotel yeah. across the street and across the parking lot. And then we're like, I don't want to do that. Let's grab an Uber back. The next day we went for Fantasmic. I was like, why did we not just drive the car over there? <laughs> and my brother was like, I just didn't even give it a thought and somehow thought <laughs> that – it would just be really busy trying to cross the street and there would be a ton of traffic. And there wasn't. I mean, there, there was there was people walking, but it was like, they really, they did a very good job of directing traffic. Yeah. So I was like, we're stupid. Like, let's just do that. <laughs> so we did that on Saturday night. We was like, that was much better because we got parking actually pretty close to the, where the buses pick up. So yeah, but no, we were like, I don't even want to, let's just grab an Uber. $7 Uber ride from freaking Disneyland back to the front of the Hilton Hotel. Where I stayed, you so. know, seven bucks to save you some shoe leather and some back pain. I say, uh, you know what? Yeah, I didn't even blink. I was like, it's seven oh. bucks, dude. Oh, let's do it. Okay, that's fine. I had a great night. I would do it again. I would do that one in a heartbeat. Um, it was a lot of fun. I would definitely do it again. I got a lot of great pictures, so yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. 
I really liked the fact that it was on a Friday also because yes. I didn't work on Saturday. So that was awesome. Um, part of my biggest issue with a lot of the after darks is that they do them on Tuesdays and Thursdays or Sundays. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I have to work to pay for this night and I work a normal, you know, Monday through Friday kind of gig. So, um, and I mean, yeah, I guess I could go to an after hours and then schlep into work the next day, but you know, who wants to really do that? I mean, that's late. I mean, I stayed at a hotel by the convention center. I'm literally minutes away and I got back into the room a little bit after one. Imagine having to drive home yeah. after that. I only live about a half, you live closer. I only live about a half an hour away. But yeah. I mean, I left Disney when I went with some of the kids that work for me. Um, I got back at twelve thirty and had to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I was dying. That would yeah. have been really late. That that was definitely a, a call-in day. If the I, I want to do, because I've been looking at Oogie Boogie Bash, which seems like the only other one that I would maybe want to do, um, but I, I don't know. Um, I would schedule it to take the day off the next day. Oh yeah. So I'm yeah. like, mm, I'm not doing that. But yeah, I would. I really. I wish Disney would do if they were going to do After Darks um, more. I, I wish they would. Uh, look at holding one or two nights on a Friday or a Saturday. Like I'd pay, I paid the extra money for it. I was fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I could, I could afford it. So there I was. Oh. Yeah. So I forgot one thing I did do. I what? stopped and watched the Cantina Band. Yes, and we were sitting there for like a minute because I was like, hey, let's just sit here for a second and see if they come by because we had seen them when we were over in the Ewok line. We saw them like loading up, so we yeah. knew where they were, but. We stayed there for a little bit. We just didn't catch them. And then they, they didn't really have a time, did no, they? No, they didn't. They didn't they, really have a time. Um, it just said Cantina Band. And then I walked by that area trying to find the speeder photo op. Mm-hmm. And I managed to see a tech guy, you know, who was obviously he's an audio guy. And I was like, hey, man, are the, is the band coming by? He told me, yeah, about five, ten minutes. Okay. Let's go see. Do you want to hang around? Do you want to go look at the speeder op? Let's go see what the speeder op is because they haven't been long. Yeah. So, again, it didn't take that long. We walked back and actually thought we missed it. We thought we missed it. So we were tired anyway. So let's sit down for a minute here anyway. We've been standing all day. So we sat down, uh, and then we noticed a couple of tech guys. They left the booth. I'm like, oh, man, we must have missed the band. Oh, well. Like, let me take this chance. Let me organize my, my backpack because I had shoved okay. some stuff in there. Okay. Oh, I know what it was. My spirit jersey. I got a celebration spirit jersey. That's a different story. I'm organizing stuff in there, and then I see the tech guys again, and we see the band coming down from the the river from the other side. Oh, we didn't miss the band. There's no one standing there. Like no yeah. one. So yeah, I asked my brother, never, "Hey, they didn't or they didn't like advertise what it was going to be." Half the crafts out of my backpack. I got my lightsaber. I'm like, "What do you want to do? Are you going to sit right here?" Yeah, I want to sit right here. Like I need to sit down for a few minutes. Okay, I'm going to go stand over by the water then and take some pictures and get a video. He said, "Okay." So I, I walked over there and got that video that that I sent you. It was, um, it, it was cool. I mean, it was like I, it, they weren't playing. That was really obvious. But the whole vibe of it and people were into it, man. They're just yeah. they were getting into it. Mike, as soon as you hear drums, like these guys aren't really playing, but whatever. It looked cool. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it looked cool, cool, and it was just like just this cool experience to see something that they're just floating down the river, doing this thing just like the Dixie Band does. So I thought that was cool. Uh, but yeah, like you're saying, I would definitely pay for that again. Yeah, that was just, it was a lot of fun, because um, I have, uh, we have, we know somebody who went to Villains Night, and they <laughs> said they'll probably never go back to that. They said it was just, it was a hot mess, it wasn't fun, 
the lines were incredibly long. It was boring uh, for the most part, and they wouldn't go back. So, and this is somebody who likes Disney. So um, I was like, man, I was like, man, I hope Star Wars is better than that. And it was, it was great. Um, it was just, it was a lot of fun. The lines for the rides, if you wanted to do rides, the lines for the rides were really, They're reasonable. non-existent. Yeah. yeah. I think Hyperspace Mountain probably had the longest line. Uh, because it was the special uh, hyperspace mountain, but um, I even I was asking Aaron. I was like, "Hey, you want to pop on a ride or something?" And he's like, "No, I really would rather run around and you know get these photo ops that I want and uh, and just have an experience and the whole vibe of the night, like you said, because it's it's all Star Wars nerds. Mm -hmm. It's just a bunch of people who have you know are, who have this who share this in some cases passion." for this movie and this universe and and it was just really cool um some people brought their kids and dressed their kids up so there were little kids running around you know also enjoying the night for for the earlier part of the evening i think i think some parents ended up bailing probably when we did i noticed a lot of kids in that tram <laughs> but um it was it was a great experience and and i feel worth the money which for disney sometimes is not always the case celebration Okay. Yes. How was it? Because next year it's in London. So good, 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 bad, or ugly. Like it depends. You know what? I really I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I think how you look at it depends on who you talk to and what they wanted to do. So I had very little expectations because I knew how big this thing is going to be, and you just have to like kind of play it by ear and figure out what it is that you want to do because there was no way with the amount of things to do and how many people were there that you were going to do everything. And that saw, genuinely upset people. I saw a vlog where there was a room full of people who they said some of the people in that room had been standing in line for like four hours. Okay. So let's go over how that actually works. So I guess we'll go yes. over some of the process type like, stuff. Holy okay. cow. So <laughs> it's a convention. So there are panels and discussions about a bunch of different stuff. So the way that it worked was the first one of the day at 11 a.m. was always – because it opened at 10. Mm -hmm. The first one of the day at 11 was always the biggest one. That was the biggest one. So to control crowds and to get rid of that overnight camping type thing, because it used to be you could stay overnight in the bowels of the convention center so you could see what you wanted to. That shit's gone. Like they didn't – want that people still got there early like they got to the convention center like at five o'clock in the morning which is you know i guess up to them but you couldn't do an overnight thing like you would did before right. they instituted a lottery system so a couple of weeks ago was the deadline and it didn't matter when you signed up but you signed up for the four different panels there was the lucasfilm one um the lucasfilm one, there was something to do with light and magic that had to do with special effects. There was a Mandalorian one, and there was one, the, the Bad Batch, the animated series. Those were the four big ones. You got to put in a, a lottery for it to say, okay, I want to attend this one. And if you got picked for it, and you also got a group code. So if you went, you could use my group code, and we could enter together. So if I won, you got it too. That's how it actually worked. So we, we entered those, and there was also a lottery for Funko, and there mm -hmm. was a lottery for Loungefly. Those are what they were for, like, shopping times. 
So they drew the um, panel one, and I managed to get – I won the, the Mandalorian one. So that means yeah. my, myself and my brother, who were the only two that were there that day on the Saturday, were going to go to the Mando panel. Now, there also was a standby for that. And some people did wait hours to do that because they got there at 5 o'clock in the morning to, you know, whatever, to go get into this thing. So they let all of us with a reservation got in first and whatever seating was left over because people didn't make it on a res or whatever, they filled in with people from the standby line. As I understand it, most people that wanted to get in got in. Oh, but you had good. to be dedicated to it. So there was I was in the arena, which is where the people actually were. Where the stage was and where the actual actors were at and the directors yeah. not john favreau and dave filoni who are the two guys that run star wars basically they were in the room but there was also on the second level and the third level two big conference rooms because you know how they're all divided up they can make one bigger room right with a few thousand more people in each each room watching a live stream of the show of what was going on you could have queued for that too and on the floor of the convention center back in the corner there was um, a stage set up where they just showed all the panels that were going on in the arena. Mm -hmm. The only difference with that one was if you were just standing there watching it, if they showed exclusive footage, because they did, I saw a trailer for Mando season three and for the new Ahsoka uh, thing coming out. They didn't show that on the screen. You did not get the exclusives on the one on the floor of the convention center. You had to be in one of the panel rooms that was legit. So that's how they instituted that. The, the lottery thing for the Funko and the Lounge Fly give you a specific time to go shopping at those two stores, or you could do standby as well, but those lines were long. They were three and four hours long to I do that. I think that's the line that we saw was for merch. Right. And then by the time... Oh, that... that merch store was separate. Now, this is only for Funko and for Lounge Fly. The merch oh, store okay. was separate. I'll get to that in a second. Good grief. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was like highly sought after. Like type stuff so well lounge fly people collect yeah. those crazy and mm -hmm. same with funko so i could see how those would need maybe their own space but i think the one we saw the person just went to like the general yeah uh, because they were in with a bunch of like cool looking t-shirts and yeah stuff. I, I did that too i'll get to that okay. how that worked because that was a separate process so um the lounge fly and funko thing you had to win a time otherwise you stood in a standby line which could be three or four hours long so I didn't win that, which I kind of was like, oh, I kind of want to see the Mando panel. I'm okay with not seeing the other ones because that's the one I really wanted to see. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm a, I would have liked to get a thing at the Funko store because mm -hmm. some of the pops they had were kind of cool. Now, some of the pops they had on there, they didn't even make it. They didn't make it in shipping because of the shipping delays. So they never actually had the Funkos. But the rest of them, um, they did. When two days out of the four, my brother's friend was there. Mm -hmm. And she managed to get a Funko reservation, and she actually managed to get it on that Thursday, the first day before oh, wow. we, we had even gotten down there. I think she had it Thursday at like 1130 or something. So That's she like... went in, and I was like, oh, hold on, she's got one? Like, can she go and buy my stuff? Now, you can only get – it was limited to one. Mm -hmm. Limited to one. She's a big Chewbacca fan. So they had a Chewbacca Funko, which was like – it just has a celebration sticker, and the box is black. But – she was like, can she can she buy me something? Yeah, like, what do you want? She's going to go in anyway because she wants the thing, and she obviously doesn't have much of a wait because she's got a reservation. I'm like, well, I really would like the Darth Vader one if she doesn't want that. No, she's a fan of Chewbacca. She doesn't want the Vader one. Okay, I'll take the Vader one. And then I got, I managed to get that and the Leia one. So we got, the group of us got the Chewbacca one, the Vader one, the Leia one, and the Luke one. 
and personally, I got the Leia one and the Vader one. So I do, I do have those. That's how that worked. The, sh- the store, that's a whole different story. So the store, because they knew it was going to be busy, and I'm not sure if this is the right way to do it or the wrong way to do it. But what they did was like a fast pass. In the morning at 9 a.m., you could go in to their website from the app and try to get what they call the light speed lane, which is essentially a reservation time to go to the store. Mm-hmm. So at nine o'clock in the morning, you try that on Friday morning, my brother got it. And so you can only take one guest. So I told him, you take your friend. That's fine. Just FaceTime me when we get in there and see the stuff. And then you see all this stuff online. So I told him, I kind of want this shirt and this shirt and this shirt. And if they have this, you know, fine. If not, you know, whatever. We'll look at it. Okay. So they go in and he's like this. Is terrible. I'm like, is it? It's terrible. He said, it looks like a big lot's going out of business. They yeah. just have boxes. Employees are bringing out boxes of a shirt design, tossing them on the floor, and just leaving it because the fans are so freaking rabid to get all this shit. He's all, it's ridiculous. He called me. He was like sweating, oh, like man. on this thing. He's like, you could tell. He's just like, I'm. I don't like this at all. And so I had asked him for a couple of shirts. He's like, I can't find your shirt. I saw one of them. It was a medium. I can't find the other ones you were looking for. He's like, I found the spirit jersey because I had asked him to look at the price of the spirit jersey. Mm-hmm. And, and he thought, like, I don't even know how much it costs. I gave him a price and told him, well, if you decide to buy anything, get in line with it and ask him what it costs. And if it's more than this much, I don't want it. Okay. So he finds something that he, that he wants to get. And my brother had asked for something and he got one too, my other brother. So mm-hmm. he gets in line for that, and then he's like, dude, at this point, I'm just buying your spirit jersey because I'm already here. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Turns out it was within my price range. That's good. So, yeah. It's comparable to Disney prices. It was the same. So, yeah. like, a, a lower-end Disney one because it just – it's got the logo on the back. It's a Star Wars celebration. So it was it was comparable to that. So I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. So he got that, but he was so discouraged with the with the whole thing. And that's bad. That's yeah. bad. People well, were complaining online that this is just a mess with the store, and it was. The guy that we watch, he's he's not like a like one of the the big boy vloggers. He's kind of like a middle to lower guy, but he's real. And he walked in, and he goes, "Holy f! What the what yeah. is going on?" Yeah. And he was he was showing some of the merch, but. Um, his like somebody else was holding it and he was just like, cause none of it was displayed. And so he said, he was like, this is uh this, this is a mess, but it was it bad. Was the, the four hour wait, I was like, okay. I don't think I've ever wanted to no. that was a four hour wait. Like, I'm sorry. So that, that was the other thing. So the, you know, we, the, he had a reservation and he got in within a few minutes. Now the line to get out the oh. line to check out, it took him over an hour and a half to check out. Dang. And this is, I mean, mind you, he had a reservation, so he pretty much walked right in. People right. waited like two hours in line, three hours in line, and then had to wait an hour and a half to get checked out. After he, he went in boxes to get yeah. the stuff that now, they may or may not have gotten. Right. Now, remember, I didn't go in. Right. So I ended up, I actually had a really nice conversation with a guy from Utah who made a fan film and some other people who had just kind of sat at the table that I was sitting at with talking to this guy great conversation kenobi had dropped the night before we'll talk about kenobi at a different time mm-hmm. uh, kenobi had dropped the night before so we're talking about that 
going through all this stuff, and then it was like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna go walk the floor. I'm tired of sitting here. People had left, doing their, doing their thing. I walked the floor for a little bit, and then I texted him, "What's your status?" He's all, "I'm still have about two lanes to get through." I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm getting kind of hungry. I'm gonna go find something to eat, and I'm gonna go back to the hotel room." He said, "Okay, that's fine." So he got back to the hotel room, and mind you, with an 11:30 reservation, he got back to the hotel room about two. Wow. About two, and he hadn't eaten lunch. Well, I was just looking at like online, um, you know, social media and stuff. <clears throat> just the lines and the the volume of people and it, it it almost seemed like i was like did they oversell for this venue because it just was now a lot of people didn't so know people how stuff worked a lot of people didn't know how stuff worked so you have the people that were there for four days and the people there for one day mm-hmm. so let, let's go i'll keep continuing my story here yeah so I was like okay it's got to be better i want to see if by chance i can get into the store myself and see if I can just catch a box that has these shirts. Mm-hmm. So I tried for it Saturday, no luck. I tried for it Sunday, and I got it. I got the store on Sunday at t- 11 o'clock? 11 o'clock. But mind you, the show floor opens at 10. So the way they let everybody into the show was they all heard you, the corral you basically, into one hall in these giant queues, and they take one queue at a time and let you in. I knew that's not going to work. I don't want to do that because I don't want to go all the way over there on the other opposite side and walk all the way over to the other side because the store wasn't even in that building. It's on in a separate building, but you have to access that building from the second floor. So you kind of have to go through the convention center. Uh. So, okay. So we waited on the far end of the convention center for them to open those doors on the end because eventually they opened all the doors and you can just, after the herd of people goes in first, they open those doors and you can go in any door that you want. Because okay. it's open access after that. Because security, you've already been through security because there are different places in different places. Um, kind of like Disney does it. Once you're past a certain point, then you can go wherever on property because you've already been through security. So we had no clue what time those doors was, were opening. The volunteers who were working there had no clue what time those things were opening. Um, Saturday for the Mando panel, we uh, we just walked in one of those doors. I don't even think it was supposed to be open, but it was. So we just walked in. On the Sunday, they were not open. Somebody came walking out. Someone else grabbed the door. And then next thing you know, a whole bunch of people just rushed in, including us. <laughs> we just rushed in the door and up the second floor. So there's a short line for the store because the place had just opened. It's a little after 1030. My reservation's at 11. They looked at it and said, oh, yeah, we can scan you in. So they scanned me in. Go ahead. You can go in. And I'm like, this is it. I don't have to queue anywhere else. I'm in the store. I'm in the store, and <laughs> this time on Sunday, right? there are now racks oh. filled with shirts, done by size. He, my brother was like, oh, my God, this is not what it looked like the other day. Your it looked like, nothing like this the other day at <laughs> all. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, here we are. So we found every shirt we were looking for. Um, yeah, we found every shirt we were looking for. I got some magnets and I don't remember what else. I didn't buy a whole lot, but the, the shirts were 30 bucks a pop. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, you know, and it says that. And the line to check out was 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Your brother must've been fuming. <laughs> he was just like, I can't believe I, I spent all this and you get this and, and, and here we are just go through the thing. 
but then everything was organized. They had most everything. There was still some stuff they didn't, they never got because of shipping delays, yeah. which I'm sure you'll see some of that stuff later. Yes, people still waited two hours in line. The one thing that I was gonna grab that I didn't get, only because it was like oh, I'm here, I might as well get it, is the Diamond Grogu Funko. That mm-hmm. was only available in the store, and they had sold out by the time that I had gotten up there. But yeah, there was stuff that was sold out once they got. They never got it again. So yeah, yeah it, the pins, the line for pins was probably an hour and a half for pins. I was like, I don't want any pin that bad. But for anything else but a pin, you were fine to get and get in line. You can get out within a few minutes. They had plenty of check stands open. I don't know what had changed from a couple of days before, but well, they finally had figured know, out what they were doing. If you've ever been to any kind of convention or you know conference, day one of the conference, <laughs> it seems like depending on when they got their volunteers in. So like, if nobody showed up, like if they didn't pay to have people come the day before and set up, or come several hours earlier and set up, then they're all doing setup as people are now, trying to buy. Now these are volunteers. They're volunteers. And as I understand it, they let people know that they got approved to volunteer way late. So they were understaffed because they took so long to tell people that, you know, they were approved to do it. that people said, no, I don't want to do it anymore because it was so close to the actual thing. So that, that went bad. And that's a lot of people blame the organizer who's not Disney. Disney is not the organizer of this. It's a separate company, a third party who's doing this. And it was, yeah, there were some things that were just like, this could have been, this could have been better. Disney needs to um, have a conversation with their third party vendor. Disney will run D23 and it'll go a lot smoother. So I actually did like the fact that you had to reserve a a panel if you could, Mm -hmm. because I can't, I just, I don't have the want or desire. And at some point when my kids were younger, the time to actually wait overnight. Some people right. enjoy that and that's great. That is not me. If I can get in on the lottery, I will get in on the lottery and yeah. show up an hour before instead of having to wait overnight. That, no, that's not yeah. how it works. So I one of the other things that, that happened, that thing that I shared with you actually was it mm-hmm. wasn't planned to be there, but they bought a they brought a bunch of props from the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. That's and so cool. that was set up uh, underneath the level below the the show store and that also required a reservation. That was a separate thing. Now, that one opened at 8.30. So I managed on Sunday as well, actually. On Sunday, I got both of them. Mm-hmm. I ended up a reservation for that at, I think, three. No, that was Saturday. That was Saturday. Saturday was Saturday. I ended up with one of those Saturday morning for like 3 o'clock that, after, that afternoon. So, yeah, that one opened at 8.30. And then you, you just did the same thing. You picked a time. You got one guest. You got to go through that one, when I had went to go check out what it was, um, and when I could get in, they had a posted two-hour wait time. A posted at least a two-hour wait time. Yeah. I got in within 30 minutes on a reservation time. Because it's it's just – it's a museum and exhibits. So yeah. you kind of just have to let people funnel out. And as people go out, you can let some more in. You know, kind of thing, because it was so. Everybody's taking pictures. I'm sure you've seen video of the robotic. That's not robotic. It's a puppet. The Grogu waving at people from the starship. That's what that's from. That's what that's from. Yeah. Yeah, No, it was super, super cool. All kinds of cool stuff to look at and to check out to see these costumes that were actually used. You know, in the in the series. But yeah, people waited two and a half, three. I did see people. I've been in line for three hours already. Yeah, but the people, only like meet and greet I would want to do is with you and McGregor. Like he's the only person that I would have any interest in like really waiting for because Carrie Fisher's dead. Yeah. Aside from that, give me Ewan any day of the week. 
but I couldn't imagine like there there's very few things that I I think one hour is my limit. Yeah, I, think after I wouldn't have done hour, any more than that. I'm no. out. I don't want to wait any longer. My time is valuable, and there's really very few things on this planet that I feel is worth standing in a line for for over an hour for. So that would be really hard for me. And I don't know. It's like the lottery thing. I don't know who to blame for this, but people legitimately did not know about the lottery thing. So when I showed up close to my time to go into the Mandalorian thing, yeah, there were people they had signs up. Oh, there's reservations available for this. People weren't reading the signs because the guy I saw him scan. He's all, I've been trying this, you know, all day, but for blah blah blah. And I'm like, bro, you do realize that sign says it opens at 8:30, and reservations were gone, you know, within a half an hour. That's we need to teach are. more reading comprehension and critical thinking skills. <laughs> it was all, it was weird though because stuff was only available. There was nothing they handed out. Right. There was no guide they handed out. Everything was through the app. Yeah. And the app kind of, it could be better. But you really had to do your research to figure out what it was that you want to do. And that's how we did it. We figured out what it was and kind of kind of paced it out. Okay, this I'm going to do here. This is right. when I want to do this. Like day one, we knew I don't want to get there at the beginning. Why? Because number one, I had to work a little bit. And right. number two, I know it's going to be a madhouse of people trying to get in for that first time kind of thing. So we – I think I left town about 11. And mm-hmm. I even told my brother – I. I, you know what bugs me? I'm always concerned about eating. <laughs> lunchtime. Well, I things are going to be a mess at lunchtime. Well, and that's just it. You, we think about things like that because we're like, we know that like what we're going to want and how we're going to do it. And we've been to theme parks. We yeah. know when the busy time is. You don't eat during lunch. You eat lunch earlier or later. You pick one. I know. I told them, let's stop at a subway mm-hmm. and go to the hotel because we'll get to the hotel about noon based on what the GPS is telling me. Right. Stop at a subway. Let's ask your friend since she had just gone into the store for us, the Funko, and got us the Funkos we wanted. If she wants a sandwich, we'll bring it to her. Yeah. And then let's go see if our room is ready. We can hang out in the hotel room for a little bit. So we get there. There's not a room ready for us yet because you need to come back in a little bit because checkout time. Okay. I get that. I'm here at noon. Check-in time is usually 3 or 4 o'clock at a hotel. You, know, mm-hmm. you want to upgrade? we got a room. No, I don't want to upgrade. I'm paying enough for this room. I'm staying at the Hilton. <laughs> I'm paying enough for this room. I don't need another $30 a night when I really won't spend a lot of time here to begin right. with. It is the ease of how close I am to the convention center. That's why I'm paying the money to stay here. So they're like, okay, that's fine. And check in here. So the lobby wasn't that busy because it's first day and mm-hmm. everybody's checking off the stuff. We found a nice spot in the lobby. To, to sit down and, and eat our lunch and then went over and everybody had to get the COVID check. So I went over to the Marriott to get the COVID check and right. then um, went into the convention for a little bit. And we knew day one, we're going to walk the floor. Let's walk the floor. Why? Because that's going to be the least busy day. Let's walk to this floor and see the stuff here and then decide on, on other days, focus on panels or like, you know what? I want to go check out that booth again. I saw something, you know, whatever. Okay. So we did that. A lot of photo ops uh, on the thing, that huge TIE fighter. That was there, yeah, some sets from stuff. Cool. It was. Um, uh, I will say that I was not impressed with the number of vendors at all. There did not seem to be enough vendors. The last one I went to in 2015, there seemed to be way more vendors. There's way more vendors at D23. Hmm. Now, it seemed like there was a lot of kind of wasted space. And Disney had to have a say in this. I've been to other cons where they sell a bunch of lightsabers. Mm. You saw nothing but Hasbro lightsabers, because that's who has the contract to make make lightsabers for Disney. Oh well, you so know all those Disney third party ones. People, yeah, Disney yeah. goes after people for third party stuff. Like, 
Disney Disney does not play with a lot of their licensing. So no, no. none of that was there. Which, I mean, I wasn't gonna buy one from them, but I could see just to look at them is yeah. kind of cool. But like, I really was not impressed with the show floor, and everybody had the same shit. So they have like Legos there, mm-hmm. Hasbro's there, their brands that they sponsor to do stuff, and in the like the the small vendor area. It's mm-hmm. all the same shit. Everybody's got vintage toys, which I had no, yeah, no desire. Oh, that's not entirely true, but like I wasn't gonna buy any. Like looking at them, but I wasn't gonna yeah. buy any. And yeah, then, of I course, saw the some of the vin- vintage toy stuff, and it. If you've ever been to any kind of like larger swap meet, yeah, it's like the same toys that you see there at those places. So, yeah, you could get that at the flea market in Pomona. Honestly, so walk the floor on Thursday, Friday, never walk the floor. Very, very only to see, look to see a couple small things, but not up and down the aisles like we did any other day. Friday was the Star Wars night thing, which we also talked about. So Friday we tried to do the store um, and then the went to a did we go to a panel? We did go to a panel. We went to a panel on Star Tours, 35th anniversary of Star Tours, which oh. was super cool. Ashley Eckstein was there. Um, Tony Baxter, some of the other imaginers who worked on it. That was actually a lot of fun. It was really cool. Didn't get nothing for free. That kind of sucks. But the panel was the panel was super interesting. And then we went to um, Star Wars night that night. Saturday was the Mando thing, which was super cool. And then I can't remember what else did we do on Saturday. So, oh, Saturday was also the Mandalorian experience, mm-hmm. which which was super cool. And then just some other stuff in between. Spent some time in the hotel room. And then went back that night for Fantasmic. So Saturday was a busy day. Sunday, I was able to get the show store, and then they had an exhibit from something called Rancho Obi-Wan. So mm-hmm. Steve Stan- Steve Sansweet is an author and collector of Star Wars stuff. He has what's known as the largest collection of Star Wars collectibles pretty much on Earth. He had some stuff there that was highlighting uh, Boba Fett and um, Mandalorians. So that was kind of cool uh, to see some of the toys and different stuff that he has collected. Waited about, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes to get into that, and... Spent a little bit of time in there. Went back to the show floor for a little tiny bit, but by then I'd walked so much my feet were yeah. hurting. I was tired. I was like, let's go home, man. I'm I'm tired. I've been getting to bed at one o'clock and waking up like six thirty seven. Like most of it was okay. I had a blast. All the cosplayers are fantastic. Um my complaints would be I don't think there was enough vendors. Yeah. There should have been more I like that they do security and then you're free to walk around after you get through security, but their metal detectors were super sensitive. You know what was setting it off? The case for my glasses. Oh, wow. The magnet in my glasses was setting off the sensor. There were that people was... that walked by, like my brother would get through with his backpack, no problem. He wouldn't set it off. Mine would go off every single time, and they actually told me at one point, it's your glasses. The case for your glasses is actually was setting that off. The only metal things in there were my hydro flask. My the glasses case and my charger maybe. And they're like, could it, it's either the glasses case or the charger. I like that they have food trucks, but damn, those lines get long for I those saw. food trucks. I never <laughs> once actually Pictures. even they ate. Insane. I I never ate at one of the food trucks because it was ridiculously long lines, and it sucks that they place them. It's a good place where they place them because out in front of the convention center. Right. That's kind of cool. But it sucks when you make that the security area too. So in front of where the hotels are, that's where security is. But then everybody has to walk through there because that's where security is. So that part of it sucked because it just congested that area really bad. 
that that part of it sucked and was not like you need to rethink this layout because I was this watching isn't working. A blogger who walks out, they just show the food truck area, and the next scene is them around the corner in like a pizza place. Like they just left all together and went somewhere like yeah, just food place somewhere else that didn't have any lines or anybody so, in it. They we're like we're out. Thursday night, I think we went to Roscoe's. Like we yeah. drove to Roscoe's because it was just down the street. Um, not that far from the park. Uh, Friday and Saturday we ate in the park for dinner. For lunch on well Friday, Thursday we brought Subway. Friday I ate at Starbucks because I had left and I was like, I don't want to stand in line for this thing. Let me check. The hotel had a Mexican food place, a pizza place, and um, Starbucks. I'm also a little let down by how much the hotels actually have right there to eat because they had a yeah. restaurant like like the you know, bar kind of area who serve food, but never went in there. Yeah. Um, I ate at Starbucks, got one of their sandwiches on Saturday. I ate at the pizza place. Uh, cause the line wasn't the, or on Sunday, Saturday, I ate at the pizza place. Cause the line wasn't that bad. And then Sunday I didn't even eat lunch there. We left before we had a late lunch just yeah. left before, but yeah, that's always an issue when you're trying to figure out what I'm going to eat and then what's not going to take so long. Yeah, because, like, hanger is real. And so what are you going to do, eat a granola bar while you're standing in line for three hours to get a hot dog from a truck or whatever? So, yeah, I, I saw that, and I was like, man, that is a lot. That is a lot of people there. So it, it's good if you have a car, you can Uber somewhere, you're willing to walk We did breakfast. Uh, you know what? And you've, you've done this, and this is going to be a concern for us in a couple of weeks when we actually um... – go to a conference is breakfast is always usually a concern because we came down one morning, um, Friday morning, we came down Friday morning and we're trying to figure out what to do for breakfast. The Starbucks line was already crazy long mm -hmm. uh, and it was about seven thirty in the morning. And then, um, the hotel had one of those like, okay, we'll serve you Starbucks coffee over here, but we also have like chorizo burritos, 10 bucks, 10 bucks for a chorizo burrito. Um, I was like, um, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I don't even really, I don't like chorizo. So <laughs> I told my brother, hop in the car. It's probably quick enough because the convention center is not open yet. You could probably drive down the street to, I don't know, McDonald's, Jack literally in the Box. Literally anywhere. Yeah, literally anywhere else. <laughs> we, we managed to find some kind of uh, an Asian sandwich place that yeah. had like breakfast sandwiches on baguettes or croissants that were really good. So we, we drove there. I spent eight bucks for a sandwich and a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> versus ten dollars for just the burrito. So we yeah. did that. And then the next two days we actually Uber Eats. We had Uber Eats. We had uh they found a boys hamburger he found a boys hamburger place or something. Like we had like French toast for like eight bucks. Yeah. Like, you know, make just make coffee in the room. That was fine. And then we the we brought stuff too, but like snacky stuff. Yeah, because usually like when we've gone to conferences, they'll do the continental breakfast, which is um essentially donuts, Danish and fruit juice. And I was like, Great, nothing I can eat. So, like, I end up – I always pack, like, protein shakes, and you can drink those cold or not. And so they're not the best breakfast in the world, but they get me through it. Well, we'll uh, the conference that we're going to, the hotel will do, will do like, um, scrambled eggs and bacon and muffins and stuff for the first day. The other two days, you're, you're on your own, which yeah. I, I might just be an Uber. Watch yeah. me – catch me with my protein shake. Uh, you know what? I might just – the Uber Eats thing was so easy that really? I think I might just do the Uber Eats well, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that that pretty much was the was the experience of it. Did I have fun? Yes. You literally could stand around all day and watch cosplayers. I totally could I have. Know. I wish I saw a lot. 
I wish I would have done a little bit more. I saw stuff. I wish I would have gotten a little bit more photos of this stuff. Everybody goes out to the fountain um, kind of towards the end of the day and, and, uh, and does that. A lot of the same, like you'll get the same character, yeah. or the same alien species and do that. Super cool. Would have done that a little bit more if we weren't at Disney, um, which I don't regret at all doing no, what we did yeah, at Disney. Yeah, Disney was a good time. Yeah. You had fun. You know, you got to see two major things, so that was cool. Yeah, one of them unintended, but um, it, it was it was cool to do. Yeah. Um, I would do it again. The next one is in London. You know what I did not want to do is I had thought about when stuff was first releasing for autographs and stuff, the prices were ridiculous. Oh, I bet. You and McGregor would have been about three hundred dollars. Yeah, but it, but he's he's beautiful. Yeah, I know, but three hundred dollars, and it could have been, and it was it wasn't even a photo and an autograph. It was one or the other. Oh. Well, then that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't both. You were getting one or the other. And you got an autograph of him. Like, that's... Yeah, that's a little bit more. I'm like, oh... I had uh, to make a decision. Right. That's a little pricey. Even for people who I know, you can see at other cons. And this yeah. is not a knock on Ashley Eckstein. I think she's fantastic. But even her price was a lot higher than it would be if I went to WonderCon. Yeah. And, and, okay, so all the other stuff, too, that goes on, like, this just stuff isn't publicized. You have to know people or be in these Facebook groups. But I walked into the hotel, I don't even know what night, and um, I was like, what the hell is going on here? I asked some guy in line, man, what's going on? What's this big old line for in my hotel at yeah. the Hilton in the in the ballroom there? And they're like, oh, Ashley Eckstein is signing because apparently the signing, mm-hmm. for some people, they didn't schedule a lunch or they got started late and that person was scheduled to be at a panel. So if uh, you had a uh, two o'clock autograph time. They pushed it to three without telling you, you know, oh, okay, it's getting pushed to three because this person has to go here. So yeah. something like that happened with her. So she just said, I'll meet y'all who has this in the Hilton and I'll go finish signing over there along with some other people who were, I guess, were smaller. They call it after hours signatures or yeah. autographs. And it was just held at the Hilton, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of cool. They, they do this. Just... She was very accommodating. Ashley X is always very accommodating. I really hate it when you go somewhere and it's, poorly organized and ran like that that always drives me crazy because i'm like this was your job like this is your whole job yeah somebody actually i read somewhere <laughs> on there where actually it was you and mcgregor they yeah. didn't schedule him a lunch break so he you know somebody two people away from meeting him and like, okay he's gonna take a break and he came back like five minutes later with like a coke and a snickers yeah and it was like no i'm gonna do it some people he's, got like that and I'll be honest, that guy seems in everything I've watched him in and I I I, I like to watch him in a lot of things. <laughs> but in all like the interviews and stuff, he seems like one of the most down to earth normal mm-hmm. people that I've seen in ho- Hollywood because he's, you know, he's not based here. D- d- side note to him, I found on the internet, which I don't know how true it is, but his daughter played in the movie Obi-Wan the series. His daughter is the spice dealer on the one planet with the pink hair. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Daughter. It's a meme, so I have not fact-checked. But mm-hmm. if that's true, that's pretty damn cool. But, um, yeah, no, I love you. And I would wait on a panel for him. That's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Well, I didn't see him on a panel. I Like I said, I saw the whole Mandalorian cast, the whole that's... Mandalorian cast, including the stunt doubles for the Mandalorian, as well as Grogu himself. Like, they oh. brought that little animated Grogu. They, they had out there who sat down, which was which was super cool. Um, yeah. uh, you know, we've already been at this almost two hours. So we yeah, had a lot to cover. I won't go into specifics. I'm sure you can go on the Internet 
and, and read all that. But I'll just say that the Mandalorian season three looks incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, cool stuff. Good series. Gonna I happen. Yeah. Rosario Dawson that. came out as, you know, she didn't come out as Ahsoka, but she is Ahsoka. Yeah. And they previewed what her stuff is going to look like. It was just a short little teaser. I yeah. They call it like a sizzle or whatever they call it. Um, you're going to see characters from Rebels in the Ahsoka live action. I actually did get an Ahsoka t-shirt because I thought the logo was cool. So yeah. I actually do have one of those. That's going to be absolutely fantastic. They just started filming too. I think they said she was been filming for three weeks. The cool thing about the Mando panel is they showed the trailer that we saw. They yeah. showed it on Thursday at the Lucasfilm one and then told us, you saw the longer version. Oh. You, we got the longer version at the Mando panel and we have something else for you. We're going to show you a piece of Ahsoka. So he's like, we've only been filming three weeks, so we just put this together for you guys. It looks so freaking amazing. Well, I, mean, I love it, Rosario Dawson, too. She's amazing. Yeah. I've loved her since uh, Clerks 2. Yeah, yeah. I really loved her. Yeah, me too. Her character's fantastic. That, so yeah, her character's her fantastic. Her character was great in that. Yeah. So, but I really like her. Uh, I, I really like her character in Ahsoka. I think that it's it's always great when we have, you know, really strong, well-written female leads. Because that's that's, that's actually what Katie Sackoff said. Uh-huh. Katie Sackoff said she's like I was raised on science fiction because my dad loved it, and she's like I am just amazed now how these two sitting on the end. When she's talking about John Favreau and Dave Filoni, yeah. are able to write strong characters and gender just basically doesn't matter. Yeah, it's and that is so. That's the thing. The writing is so good, and 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 she's absolutely right. They write like. Let's, for lack of a better term, they write strong characters that are non-binary, and you could just put different people in them, and they would be just as good. So, yeah, I really appreciate them. I would have liked that panel, too. Um, I like Mando. I like The Mandalorian. I think it's a great, very well-written series, and so I'm looking forward to those spinoffs. Like, I wasn't a giant fan of Boba Fett. I thought it was real slow at first. Um, but oh, Tamora Morrison is... That guy's an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. He came then, out and did the, what do they call it? Haka? Is that what they call it? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I. I, I think it's called Haka. Forgive me I, if, I, I, if so. I said it wrong. Um, but the tri, it's the, the indigenous tribal like war yes. kind of thing. Um, he did that. He came out to that and was doing that. And the crowd went absolutely apeshit, which I yes. guess is the wrong thing to do. Because I guess you're actually supposed to be silent. When that goes on, and people were giving shit for that. Star Wars, you yeah. know, I had fantastic time, but there's always I people who were like, the "Cultural appropriate way to respond to that either." So I somebody mean, had just said that, that's how Americans react. Yeah, Americans just, just react. Yeah, they scream at it because they appreciate it. That's just the way that it is. Like they don't know. We love it if we're yelling at you. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That that panel was okay. incredible. That's yeah. Again, people did complain. People complained about that. People complained about the the photos. With some of the celebrities, because some of the celebrities last minute opted to have plexiglass in in between hey. them, which is hey, that's their thing. And people were like, "Well, you paid money for that photo. I understand that, but like, we're seeing a spike in COVID, and that's what they chose." And like, I'm not here to say one way or another. Just like, you have to respect the celebrity. Yeah, like that's their their livelihood. It's like when you see somebody in customer service wearing whatever they could be wearing a hazmat suit i get it you can't take time off you gotta work like and, and not even covid like there's a million he's, different germies running he's around. an 80 year old man yeah. <laughs> and you know billy lord who is um 
Carrie, Carrie Fisher's, Fisher's daughter, yeah, also opted to have the plexiglass who has a newborn at home. I was going to say her yeah. son is, I think, one. So he's very, very young. Yeah. And I think she has a newborn, too. So, like, that's what people – maybe. I not know um, that. That's what people were talking uh, about there. And then some – a couple of, like, you McGregor had nothing. He didn't have anything. And then I think um, – what's her name? Um, is it Kelly Tran? The one who played uh, Rose Tico? When everybody gets hate on, uh, Rose Tico had said she was going to and then didn't end up having it. So totally, you know, that's up to the comfort of of the performer yeah. and on how they have it. People were even giving um, um, Hayden Christensen and John Favreau some shit because it's like, well, you know, they're here doing all this without it versus we see you in public and, you you know, you're wearing a mask. And it was with Hayden, it was something like, oh, he's out, you know, on stage because there was a fan stage where they bring out people for interviews. Yeah. And then you can just kind of stand around the stage and see that. Okay. But he's talking to one person on the stage and everybody, he's above everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Versus I'm out in a crowd and I have a mask on now. But people love to hate on him because he was the whiny one. Like, right. People yeah. don't like him. I, they just don't. As a matter of fact, the little kid, the, the kid who played the youngest Anakin, he's been like through therapy because oh, yeah, of yeah. How he's been treated because people are jerks. They're just yeah. jerks. So, th <laughs> so there was that. That was a complaint, and then the other complaint that you hear was the way they went about the mask policy. It was supposed to be a mask policy all indoors, and I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't have my mask on the entire time that it was there. I, I put it on like the store wanted it on. The panels wanted it on. That's fine. There was yeah. a lot of people in those rooms. I didn't have a problem with that. Walking around the show floor, honestly, it got hot, so I I took it off. When I went up to a crowd of people – I would put it on like if I was going to be in direct contact with it. But if I'm just walking, there's really no one else around Most me. Most of the videos and the um, posts that I saw from people, they were not wearing it. Yeah. Security so it didn't even try. There, there was, there was no way, there was yeah. no way that you were going to get everybody to do that. Maybe in the panels, um, because for the celebration stage that I was at for the Mando panel, uh, when they showed the exclusive footage, they told you, okay, put away your phones, blah, blah. Yeah, the ushers, maskless, by the way, maskless ushers, were walking up and down the aisles looking for phones, looking for glows yeah, about stuff. And I did see – I didn't see anybody taking video where I was at, but I saw in a Facebook group that somebody had linked a YouTube channel that had it. And then when I checked it, again, it was gone. So Disney, the long arm of Disney came out and said, no, no, no. You can't have that video taken down, so it, it has not really been seen by many people still. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That part's cool. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm that. happy about that because come on, man, they, they respect that. You know, you brought something special for you, and to be let's to be honest, a lot of us we want that something special for us. Yeah. We went through, we paid how much money, and we waited for all this. Like, give it, let us have it. You know, for that, you're gonna see it later anyway. So right. that's that's fine. I will 100% do it again. Um, hopefully it is a little better, you know, run with some stuff, but I don't have any major complaints. I went in not expecting much and had a blast, including all the cosplayers. So That's awesome. That's my celebration story. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, I would totally do it again. Well, I think it's about time to end this. We've been on for two hours doing this lots to talk about i would drop the all the info but i knew this was going to be the one where i dropped info on everything
because I had the time to do it. That's it. Disney culture is a part of the Extraordinary Culture Podcast universe. Follow my Disney stuff on IG and YouTube at Dan's Disney Adventures. Follow my Disney stuff on TikTok at Danzig77. That's D-A-N-S-Z-I-G-7-7. Thanks for listening. See you real soon.